am our impromptu Pokemon Go announcement from what we learned about January's Community Day. Now onto the show for this afternoon, and if you like him, you're going to want to stay tuned, because we're talking about, well, you know who it is. Let's get going. Just putting the website we're pulling from, uh, very cool, very cool card games, vintageccg.com. How and why is Cthulhu still so popular even after its creator, H.P. Lovecraft, has been gone for so long? Now, I looked in the back to see he lived between 1890 and 1937. So we're talking at least a hundred and something years ago when this guy was around. Now, during his lifetime, not a lot of people knew who he was or cared too much. And to be honest, with his difficulties that he had and his his um, personal demons, so to speak, not a lot of his stuff really came to light until much later. Now, of course, the Call of Cthulhu, one of his most famous or infamous stories, depending on who you ask, brought us in the mainstream, the main character that we know of, of Cthulhu. Now, Cthulhu is only one of many creatures and things he has created. But how does a character like this stay so prevalent in today's day when really it's no different than it was when he created it? Now, the article that we pull from comes from 2020, so a couple years ago. But really, they start off by saying, you know, why is he so popular? Because he's a popular guy. So they start by saying, H.P. Lovecraft created the Cthulhu Mythos uh, universe during the Roaring Twenties and encouraged many other authors to write fiction using his universe setting. As such, the Cthulhu Mythos became a public domain universe and is free to use by whoever wants to use it. Interesting. This free availability is one of the reasons why there are so many different things of Cthulhu. Movies, board games, comics, and of course books. You name it, and it probably has some sort of connection to Cthulhu. Due to the many writers using Cthulhu and the universe, um, the presence of this character and the universe self spread very fast, causing a bigger audience to be introduced to the setting while laying the foundation for its popularity. A big spike of this was with the introduction of a role-playing game by Chaosism in 1981. It was designed by, by someone named Sandy Peterson, who was a really big fan is a really big fan of the content and anything related to Cthulhu. Uh, Sandy not, contributed not only a lot of awareness to the mythos, but also added many of his own personal details to said universe. As of this day, Sandy is still creating Cthulhu-related content, such as books and games. And then with finally, they think the biggest influence of the popularity is the heroic view of theism. God is portrayed as a multidimensional horror that drives you mad instantly when presented with its true form. His popular representation as a gigantic human being with a squid head, as we know, instead of a grandfather-like friendly old man with a gray beard is just something that speaks to the imagination of many theists and atheists alike. So, that's a lot of info to break down, but they are correct on one main thing here. Because the universe is open to everybody, 
there's been so many versions of it and so many things that don't directly name it or show it, but have to do. More recently, a Kristen Stewart movie called Underwater sends the uh, crew of a submarine down to the depths that encounters, for all purposes, is Cthulhu or Cthulhu-esque. Um, you have movies based off the book, literally called The Call of Cthulhu. We have silent versions. We have remakes of the silent versions. We have animations. The thing here, guys, to remember is that when you have an open ability to do whatever you want, you give free reign to it. Had H.P. Lovecraft actually realized what he was creating and maybe hadn't given the okay, we may not be having so much of this character and others in everything we do. However, as the story goes and as the movies go, things are repeated ad nauseum regularly. So even if he hadn't given the okay, you know at some point in time there would have been some replicants of it. Now I have a couple other books up there. I have the big guy right, excuse me, right here, which is too big for me to pick up and bring over, or it's just too much, <coughs> excuse me, I can pick it up. It's too much space to put here. But really H.P. Lovecraft goes back to writing for writing's sake and no other particular reason. He himself, as I started off by saying, had a lot of personal issues, mental-wise, uh, and I believe physical as well. And growing up in an era where a lot of other things were going on and not so really nice things were happening, a lot of it came to fruition in his books. We know that he was not very fond of others who weren't like him, hence some of the stuff he wrote. That's not to say that what he's writing is inappropriate or bad, because if you think about it, that was a common practice back in the time he was alive. That being said, nowadays people look at it more as a sci-fi monster horror thing. But really, did that answer the question as to why Cthulhu itself is still popular? I don't know, because when you have something that really almost everybody, even if you're not in the genre, knows of, is it popular or is it just mainstream? Or are those two things the same? Now, I would recommend if you haven't yet and you're into kind of the weirder horror, check him out. He's got a lot of stuff. What I would say the difference here, <laughs> excuse me, the di <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> the difference on him versus others, like let's say King, is that his, there's no way to recreate exactly what he was doing, which I think lends the ability to make everything so easily because nothing is really identical to what he did. He wrote in a way that really only he knew what he was talking about. Many authors, many writers, many uh, um, uh, book historians will look at it and say, wow, this guy was either crazy, really smart, or maybe a mixture of both. Either way, he created what is now probably one of the most popular universes in history. There are a lot of people that follow it, a lot of people that believe in it. Now, this kind of goes to my, because I'm a big fan of the ancient alien theory as well. Did he get some of these ideas from other 
outside sources. We know a lot of times people like da Vinci, Michelangelo, um, even some presidents like Washington and Lincoln were said to have been visited by presences they couldn't explain that basically helped them succeed in their job. Could this be a case here? Well, I'm going to leave you with one line that he said here. And it's a very interesting one. He said, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, but he said, the reason why we don't know all the things we want to in the universe is that, it, is that it's too much for us to handle. With that much information, the brain would not be able to process, and you probably end up <laughs> in a very unfortunate state. He goes as far as saying it could, it could kill you because the brain could be that crazy. But he says the reason why we don't know what we, what we want to know or what we don't know is that we're not made to or fit to. And maybe we will be, maybe we won't be. But I think that leads to why his stuff was so great. It's a, not a matter of if or when or how or real versus fiction. It's a matter of what is he trying to say? What is he sharing? And will we ever know? And that's the thing, guys. We're going to have a special video about kind of the unknown of the universe using people like him, using 2001 Space Odyssey, stuff like that. But I wanted to end you with that quote because really, and again, to paraphrase, I'll try to find the full one and, and put it up. But really, it is true. It's probably very true that the reason why we don't know what we don't know is because it's probably too much for us to compute. And it probably could cause problems for us if we did. We would have to be at a state of mind, literally, to be able to handle the information. And we may not ever know that information, but with stuff like this, it's interesting to think what is, what isn't, what will be, what was, and just what. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. I enjoyed doing more of him. I really should talk about him more. He is great. Um, his writing is awesome. It's so interesting. Maybe I'll do a Q&A and we'll do a live session, something like that. But we'll talk more about him, maybe some of the offshoots of it as well. If you guys are liking this stuff, please hit the subscribe on YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> Excuse me. The, on Twitch. And I don't know why I'm going like this. Sorry, guys. I talk with my hands. As always, guys, thank you so much for watching. Stay curious. And we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new set of fun. Until then, though, we got more to come, so check us on Discord, YouTube, 